Hören Sie nun A Closer Look von und mit Dan Rock. Today's segment is titled, A Century of Extra Special Caring for Children. Florida resides an author of at least a half a dozen gentle parenting books, and she is also a mother who has homeschooled each of her six children. Her name is L. R. Knost. One quote from her, which arrested my attention, goes like this. It's not our job to toughen our children up to face a cruel and heartless world. It's our job to raise children who will make the world a little less cruel and heartless. Believe it or not, in today's world, there are children who still find themselves without parents. And the only way to give these orphaned children a chance for a better life is through a caring, loving, and nurturing environment. This need is not new. In fact, let's listen now to one such organization which started its operations in the middle of the 1800s with the help of the then Bavarian Queen. On the phone, I have Anne-Catherine Luchewitz, who is one of the department leaders at the Feldkirchen Kinderheim. Hello, Anne-Catherine, are you there? Yes. What is your job there? What is your title? I'm a social worker and I organize three groups of this institution. We are nine people here, and okay. we lead the whole institution, 270 people. When did this organization start? It started in 1853, and it was for children who have no place to live, so really need help. And there was a person called Johann Hinrich Wichern. He started in Hamburg with institutions like ours, and then he came to Bavaria and also wanted to build up such institutions. And who was involved? The 
Queen of Bavaria was involved. So he together. built it together with the Queen of Bavaria. Yes, with this person who tried to make this everywhere in Germany, this okay. institutions. When it started 160 years ago, how many children did it hold? 60. And now, in 2016, 160 years later, how many children do you hold? More, much more, 200 in the houses where they live. And then we also have institutions where they only come over the day because they need special help. The other thing we have, we help the families. We drive and go to the families and help them at home. And that's on top of the 200 children that you help? Yes, yes. So the children, are they mostly German children? Are they also maybe international children? Both. Many children coming from Syria, Afghanistan, and so on. They came alone without their parents. We normally have children from six years when okay. they start school until around 18. Is there one or more special things about your organization? Because I was there, the Smile Project, we yes. gave a concert for, oh, I don't know, about 30 or 40 children. And the central house there is just so beautifully renovated. And I got to see some of where the children live. And mm -hmm. the grounds are very beautiful. And the garden in the back. And we, we performed in a tent in the back of the house. What makes your organization so special for the kids? I think the tradition is very important for us because we're existing such a long time. And I think the house shows this because it's so beautiful and old. And I think it's like a bit of family to work here. That's a very important thing for us because many social institutions are just a few years old and we have a long tradition and history. Do you have any final words of inspiration for our listeners? For the children, it would be very helpful if they support the children, for example, in learning or in having some fun, doing activities, because many of our children don't have parents who take care of them. That's the reason why they live here. Mm -hmm. So they have many problems. And we are very happy if somebody likes to support the children yes. in any form, because they are nine in a group or ten And they only have one person who looks after them. So they always have to share the time with the educator and the group. And having one-on-one -on -one time with someone else yes. could be a very big luxury for them. Yes, that's for them very, very nice to have time with just one person. I hope some of our listeners decide to reach out and contact you at the mm -hmm. Feldkirchen Kinderheim and donate some one-on-one -on -one time for your yes. children. that would be very nice. That's the most important thing for our children because they are really lost sometimes. <laughs> I think what you're doing is absolutely wonderful. And I thank you for taking the time for no speaking problem. with us and our listeners. Thank you. And I wish you a wonderful day.
100 years is most certainly a milestone. So, let's listen now to the director of another such organization, celebrating their centennial anniversary. On the phone, I have Sabina Kotrell-Vogel. She's the director of the Clemens Maria Kinderheim out in Putzbronn, which is here in Munich. Hello, Sabina, Hello. are you on the phone? Yes, I'm here. Hello, Dan. How are you today? I'm very fine, thank you. And I want to thank you for the invitation for this interview. This organization that you direct, it's been around for a long time, a hundred years? That's true. Is there a special name, like a nickname, that the kids call the Clemens Maria Kinderheim? Yes, of course. In such a long time of 100 years, of course the children find an acronym they can <laughs> use for the Clemens Maria Kinderheim, which is, in fact, really a long name. They call our place the Klemaki. That's short. Everybody can remember, and we are using this already for a long time. It sounds like a Greek name. Yes, it is. A very lovely and loved one. How did this institution come about? Who started it? In fact, it was a very little group starting in Munich out of a need to take care of children 1916, which were without parents, and they started in a very small place. Very shortly after that, it was clear that the need for such a place in Munich is much higher and they were growing and growing. How many children did Klamaki house 100 years ago? We have an archive going back in the days of 1937. Before that, we don't have exact numbers. But since 1937, there were 8,504 children in our place. Really? Yes, really. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes, it is. But it's a long time, and fortunately, we have all the papers going back these years to know this. Your voice sounds pretty young, so I'm guessing that you're <laughs> not 100 years old. You weren't there from the beginning. No, I wasn't there from the beginning. In fact, I am the first director, which isn't a nun. And how long have you been doing this job now? Since 2007, when the director, Sister Gabriele, was going to another place. So it's almost 10 years that you're doing almost this job. Almost 10 years, but I was in this place before, and I know it since the year 2000. Ah, so you've been working in the organization yeah. since yeah. 2000. Yeah. So like 16 years you've been yeah. in the organization. And I hear a smile in your voice. <laughs> so does this mean that you love your job? I love my job a lot. I'm living for it. Really? Yes. The Clemens Maria Kinderheim is one of many such institutions in the organization? Yes. The Katholische Jugendfürsorge is a big organization taking care for a lot of children all over the places. How many employees do you have in the Klimaki? In the moment, 163 employees working for or with us, in full or part-time. How many children do you have in the Kinderheim now? We have 157 children, but we're going to open another group soon, and we will be even more in August. These children, are they all from Germany? They are international. We have children from a lot of places, 
there are of course German children but also African or Asian children and we have young refugees also from different places like Afghanistan or Syria. What's the most special thing that you like about your job? Why do you love going to work every day? What I love most is the experience every day that there are such a lot of adults taking care for children with all their heart and all their inspiration. Every day is different, like all the children are different. Mm -hmm. And with all their needs they have, we can give them the care they need and try to make their future and today better. This sounds wonderful. Sabina, do you have any final words of wisdom you would like to leave with our listeners? Well, I'd like to say we in the Klimaki, we are building blocks for each other. So give your time to be a building block too. Sabina, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for taking the time and making the time to speak with us. And I wish you an absolutely wonderful day. Thank you very much, Dan. Speak to us. There's a saying which some say can be attributed to a Native American tribe, while there are others who say that variations of this theme came from African tribes. Personally, I think both cultures are right. The saying goes like this, it takes a village to raise a child. Let's listen now to a very special organization that has been around for nearly a century, specializing in the delicate care for tiny newborn babies and very young children with tender, loving care. On the phone, I have Stefan Dauer. He's the director for the Salberg House that's located here in Munich. Stefan, are you there? Are you on the phone? Yes. How long have you been in this job? It's a real long time, meanwhile. <laughs> I'm working in the Salberg House for 25 years in December this year. Really? Yes. Stefan, when I speak with people that have been doing a job for more than 15 or 20 years, that usually tells me that they're doing something that they are either passionate about yes. or that they really love or both. I think it's both. You can do this job over so long time only when you are really involved in this job and you have the feeling that what you are doing makes sense. I often say to my wife when I come home, oh, I stayed today a really long time at home. And I mean with at home, 
the Sauerbach house. <laughs> you, you understand? Yes. <laughs> very nicely said. I like that very much. Where is the Salzburg house? Is it in the center of Munich or outside Munich? No, we are in the southeast of Munich from the central, I think a distance about 10, 15 kilometers. It's a small village and we are living here nearby a really great forest so that the children have a good opportunity to spend their free time with the educators in the nature. The institution is really old. Uh, the beginnings go back to 1922, nearly 100 years. But the concept in this time was totally different to nowadays. As it began, there were nuns in the house, but always little children. In this time, it was usually that also babies of mothers who have problems in their families out in the country because the young ladies were not married. They have problems with their family, and so they went in the town and work, often in the laundry or something else, and the small babies stayed in the Salberg house. Totally different to nowadays. How many babies and small children were you able to take care of, and how many do you take care of now? In the beginning, there lived about 50 children. In the late 60s, there were nearly 200 small children or little children in an age between three months and six years. And Nowadays, we have about 72 children. What is the age range of the children? Um, it's difficult to answer because okay. over the years, it's always changing. Actually, we have a lot of babies in an age between three months and one year, but we also have children in an age between four and six years. There is something very special about Salberg House. You won the award in 2013 as the great place to work for mm -hmm. care and for health care category. What is going on that's so special? That's a lot of things who make the Salberg House so special. First of all, it's a real hard job to work with 11 children in an age between zero and six years in a home. Little children stay over the night. They are always here for a determined time. Normally, the children should not stay very long, maximum two years. Often, the children leave the house after a few days. And the educators who are working here have to be very sensitive in their attitude. They have to comfort the children when they are not happy. They have to take care for these little children and be very smart with them. We give our educators a lot of support, and therefore we do very much to give our educators a feeling that they have a good job and they get a lot of support. Fantastic. In Germany, it's very seldom that so small children have to stay over the night to be in a home because the children who come to us normally come out of families who are really dysfunctional. The parents have often mental problems or there's a lot of violence in the families, especially sexual violence. A lot of these children are neglected in their families and then it is necessary to take care of these children. And then if the youth office 
see that children is endangered, they call us and tell us, have your free place that we can bring a young boy with two years and it could be that they call in the morning and... Um, in the afternoon, there yes, they are. Yes, Standing at your door. Two hours later, the youth office with the children and the parents stood for our house and they, now we are here. Please take this child. Is there another reason why the Salberg house is so special? Yes. Often not one child is coming... Uh, Brothers and sisters, yes, are coming to us. And then we try that they can live in one room. We have the whole family. The parents have the opportunity to have contact with their child three times a week. And we support the parents in getting better in the contact with their child or children. We support them in to make a good care for the babies. Fantastic. The special working place here in the Salberg House, and we all stay good together. We help each other, and we have a word for our working here, learning institution. Everybody's learning every day. Great. Stefan, I thank you very kindly for taking the time to share your story. Thanks a lot that you have contacted us, and I hope you have a good time. There's a place in your heart, and I know that it is love. And this place was brighter than tomorrow. And if you really try, you'll find there's no need to cry. There's no hurt or sorrow There are ways to get there If you care enough for the living Make a little space Make a better place Heal the world Make it a better place For you and for me And the entire human race from two centurions and the third nearly a centurion, all highlighted from around Munich. But there's many more such organizations providing a necessary sense of belonging to such orphaned children, impossible to include all in this short program. However, I would like to give an acknowledgement of gratitude to each for the extra special work they provide for these children. Speaking of children, this show is dedicated to my son, Carl Ferdinand Daniel, with an extra special message that he is always close in my heart. Son, I love you. And then a hero comes along With the strength to carry on And you cast your fears aside And you know you can survive Don't you let 
intention is that these stories just might inspire you, the listener. Now that you are aware of some of these folks in and around the city of Munich who have been giving their love for over 100 years and how they confirmed every child can benefit from some extra special one-on-one time. I, therefore, encourage each of you to consider donating a little time, as little as just once a month, by simply picking up the phone and calling any of these centers you heard from today. They'll be more than happy to hear from you. On behalf of the folks here at Radio Laura, I'd like to leave you with these words echoed by John F. Kennedy during a commencement address at American University during the summer of 1963. They resonate like this. One person can make a difference. And everyone should try. Good 